into the contest. It is Friday the 10th of December. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. How are you, Shane? To be I'm good, mate, but I've uh, probably not having as many lunches as you at the moment, mate. You had a nice lunch yesterday, didn't you? Oh, it sounds extravagant, doesn't it? But most of the lunches, <laughs> as you know, that I'm doing at the moment are all emceeing because so many people have had these functions that they haven't been able to do all these months. So there's about a thousand, which is great. I'm not complaining. But um, mm. yeah, yesterday, the, I'll tell you what, it was a cast of thousands with uh, Sam Kekovich and Dipper and Blocker and Wendell and Wayne Carey and Jimmy Cassidy. I'll tell you what, no shortage of stories there. People got a lot of laughs. And uh, it's just good to have people back together, I think. I just, sure is. Yeah, like we saw you at the Roosters function the other day. Now, we've got a huge show today. Brisbane comedian, rugby league and NFL lover Shad Wicker is with us. And Paul Leafy Burnham, one of the founding members of the Barmy Army. Barmy Army. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Shane, we're going to talk about uh, the cricket in just a tick. Of course, we're going to have a chat with one of the Barmy Army's founding members. But what about Sam Kerr? She's had a remarkable time over there in the UK, just won the FA Cup. And then there was this incident with this crowd invader. It reminded me of Terry Alderman and others in the past that have got involved. Greg Chappell with the bat. Um, pitch invader, and she's dropped the best shoulder, but she's copped a yellow card. Yeah, she has. It, it reminded me of Andrew Simons. Remember that one at the Gabbo where oh, that guy yeah. ran out and Andrew Simons just gave him the full shoulder and absolutely <laughs> dropped him. But, um, yes, uh, she was playing against Juventus, uh, ended up in a nil-all draw, and a pitch invader came on late in the in the game, and she yeah she dropped the hip and shoulder and and flattened this poor little fella, and, uh, and she received a yellow card, which is um, – it's extraordinary. I think, yeah, it's quite funny watching it, but uh, you can get seriously injured. As you mentioned, Terry Alderman broke his collarbone trying to tackle a, a pitch invader. Um, so you've got to watch that. But yeah, they, they've got to get this together um, at these matches. It's, it happens far too often that um, people are running onto the pitch. And giving them a yellow card, that is, as we say in this country, un-Australian. That is, is un-Australian. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, we have Brisbane comedian Shadwicker. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. 
I love a Friday. I absolutely love it. And this man, I tell you what, he's the busiest person I have met in a long, long time. He was in Adelaide last week. He's in Townsville today. Shad Wicker, Brisbane comedian. How are you, my dear old thing? Good, mate. I'm going to the the where's that of Australian tour dates. That's what's going on. <laughs> Ooh, nice. nice. Yeah, I've made it, boys. Adelaide, Townsville, Ooh, off to Port Douglas uh, tomorrow. Today, oh, actually. That's all right. Hey, Port Douglas works. There's nothing I'm going to enjoy. Port, Port Douglas is all right. But, um, no, it's been good. Just been doing tour uh, opening for Mel Buttle, great Australian comedian. Um, cool. As we hit the road. I tell you, we were in Mackay last night, and I tell you what, someone needs to tell Mackay there's no lockdown. Because, I mean, walking the streets of Mackay, where are the people? <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, a totally big destination to be If you ever do Oak Flats where I grew up, mate, that's a massive destination for you, mate. Or you should go to the Shalaba Workers Club and do one there. The Shalaba yeah. Workers Club. I do have a rule, no taverns, no workers clubs. So oh, really? I would be breaking that. <laughs> well, well we, do, we call it the big house down there. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no prisons either. And, and just, Shad, without getting too personal, are you single at the moment? Because Shell Harbour could well be, a, um, could be the place. Well, mate. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't want to. Don't want to get too out there. But yes, I am out there, mate. I'm out, I'm out doing my thing. <laughs> I'd get to Shell Harbour and do a gig. Um, now, what about? Oh, let's, let's let's change destinations and locations, even continents. Josh Giddy, this remarkable young Australian basketballer. He plays for a, a bit of an ordinary outfit, but boy, he's a star. Mate, the Thunder would be pretty stoked with how they've been able to get their hands on him because this is the same team that at one point have Kevin Durant on their roster, mm. uh, James Harden on their roster, and Westbrook, and they got rid of all of those guys for a bucket load of draft picks. And finally, they've hit on one, which is the Aussie. Um, he helped them win over the uh, Raptors just the other day, which was a huge win, broke a bit of a bit of a horrid losing streak for the, for the OKC. Eight-game losing streak broken by Giddy. How's this for his stat line? 13 points, cool. Eight rebounds, four assists, three of them triples from beyond the arc, and people are already going, this guy could be one of the best picks they have made in the last few years. The other thing too, Shad, I didn't realise how tall he was. I think he's, is he six foot eight? Yeah, he's gigantic. I think he's yeah, six foot eight, six nine, and he's 19 years old too, so it's yeah. like... Mm. Young guy coming into the league. I mean, he's he's one of the you know following the the one and done method in the uh, in the NBA, mm. where you basically just put your bags down in a in a college for a few months and then you're into the NBA. So he's going to have what it looks like a really long season. But I'll tell you this: he's got three years, then he can get offered basically a max deal uh, mm. from OKC. If Josh Kidd has got his head screwed on and the people around have got their head screwed on, do not sign that deal. No. <laughs> Do not sign that deal. Get the hell out of that team. Go to yep. a good team and start winning some championship rings because it looks like already you are one of those stars of the NBA. Yeah, I think so, mate. What's happening with the Dolphins, mate? I think they're looking at Junior Palo now, aren't they? Mate, have I just gone from backing one of the worst teams to then another horrible recruiting team? <laughs> like, I mean, the Warriors have got 2022 to try and convince me to stay. And I'm not going to lie, their recruitment has been pretty damn good. Mm. Whereas the Dolphins are just like, yeah, we're going to get a couple of forwards. Kafusi's uh, our marquee man. Um, which yeah. Now we're just going to try and get Paulo for some reason. I'm like, what is going on? Why can't they sign someone that's going to get this club excited? It is making me extremely worried, and should I be? But I, I, don't, I don't think you should be because I, I've mentioned it to you before, and there's one reason why not, and it's because Wayne Bennett is there. So there's every chance that there's a whole massive chess game that's going on at the moment that isn't in the press or isn't in the media, and we may just see a flurry of dolphins become flippers up there from all over the place. 
by the time twenty yeah twenty twenty two gets gets going. I actually, did a function with Wendell yesterday. Wayne, he he's obviously not known for his comedic lines, but one of his best lines was to Wendell when he said Wendell fell in love with himself at the twelve years of age and has been loyal ever since. Um, <laughs> so look, he he is a magician in so many ways. So we'll what we'll watch that space. What do you think about the Parramatta situation at the moment, though? Because obviously, Dolphins are now putting big money to Paulo, so you know. I imagine he might take it because Parramatta doesn't seem to have money at the moment. But that adds another long list of players that the Eels have basically let walk out the door um, after they managed to lock away Gutherson. Yeah, they're they're all out of shop, aren't they, Parramatta? Well, it seems, I don't know, is it the coach or whatever? They all seem to want to go, though, don't they? Lots of them signing all over the place. Talking about a team that changes its board every year. As well, essentially. Like, I mean, that's a club that even though they managed to make it in the eight, they seem to always be in turmoil. And, I mean, one thing the Dolphins did do, they did sign Ray Stone, who is one of their up-and-coming forwards in the Eels, who they were probably looking at going, oh, we can lose Nakore and and some of these other players because we've got guys like Stone in the background. Well, he's coming Mm. to the Dolphins now as well. You're going to lose all of your forward pack in the space of a couple of months. He's a big boy. It's about 14 stone, isn't he? Hey, um, <laughs> is there any room at Wayne Bennett's going down to SeaWorld to sign up a few or not? Yeah, mate. Yeah, we've got a couple down there. He's going to be, he's going to be standing there on the edge free willy style and just letting the new forwards come out. Oh, with I, the, love the, his nose. I love the show. I love Flipper and Salty and all those shows. But uh, we are going back in generations, which I have been accused of in the past of being an old guy who walks around with a cane. But um, what about the virility of this NFL player? Goodness gracious me, whether or not he can play, he's certainly um, he's covered some ground at a young age. Mate, I love this. We could cover a lot in the NFL. We could talk about how the fact that the Patriots are the number one seed and Bill Belichick mm. has somehow managed to find mm. another Tom Brady and it's looking like that Bucks brady Super Bowl we spoke about last week, uh, the Bucks uh, patriots Super Bowl, that looks like it could be on the cards the way things are shaping up with the NFL mm. as each week it continues. Uh, but big story out of the NFL is Josh Jacobs. Running back for the Las Vegas Raiders. The team's not doing that well. They're all right, but they're not that great. This guy is averaging three and a half yards per carry this season, which is not a bad stat, which is kind of on average. But he's also averaging about three kids a year at the moment. Wow. Well, he's got <laughs> his he's NFL got, season. He's got eight with nine different women. Mate, this guy, it is Have a insane. Rest, Have a rest. Isn't it? Isn't it? This guy, is, he's got eight kids, eight different women. Okay, and wow. uh, the new report out just this week is he's got baby number one, nine on the way. You beauty, <laughs> wow! He's I mean, team. This, this is amazing, don't you think? Mm. Like they've oh. got to do. What, like, how is he earning? He's probably earning a salary as much as me now of his NFL lucrative NFL contract. <laughs> he would be for sure. <laughs> Imagine the maintenance bill every month. Jeez. Oh. He's 23 years old. He's like a human harvester. That is just outrageous. I don't know if he's trying to build a new NFL team, but he's on his way to a 53-man roster. Like, this is insane. The numbers oh. this guy is starting to put up. It's so outrageous. Because I don't know. Look, I don't want to judge. Uh, I mean, how many kids have you guys got? Right, firstly. We've got three each. Three each, right. So, obviously, yeah. two on purpose, and then we all make mistakes. But, like, <laughs> you know, once you start the comedian get... out of him, can you? Yeah. <laughs> once you get to four, five, six, and then, in this case, eight, I mean, what are you looking for? A new haircut? Like, let's slow down. <laughs> like, Mate, you'd get him a sponsorship with Ansel, wouldn't you? It's a condoms, for sure. <laughs> Mate, he's got... Going through kids like the new iPhone. I don't know what this guy's doing. Very Angelina. Very Angelina at the moment. (laughs) He should put a condom over his head. We'll do it all again next week. No worries, lads. Have a good one. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, one of the founding members of the Barmy Army. 
Well, uh, an interesting uh, couple of days in the ashes. Australia well on top at the moment. And over the next few weeks, we're going to get the other perspective from the Barmy Army. And it's a real delight to say that Paul Burnham, one of the founding members of the Barmy Army, is with us now. How are you, Paul? I'm very good, mate. I'm very good. Getting excited about tonight. Hoping we're going to bowl you out quick and uh, <laughs> day three batting in Brisbane. Hopefully the boys can hang around a bit longer than they did uh, on day one. Now, Paul Shane Lee here, mate. Now, Quick question, um, what's going on with their tactics from the English now? Um, you're back home in London, so you're being rested for the first test along with Anderson and Broad. What, what's happening? The number one Barmy Army guy and the two fast bowlers. Well, listen, the, the, there's, uh, it's your government that's not allowing us in, and quite rightly so. Let's not get into COVID, mate. COVID's affected our lives enough, so let's not start on that. So the only reason the Barmy Army are not there, trust me, is because of uh, – Restrictions. I've been there for the last eight tours, tours of duty, as I call them. The yes. last time I was watching it, other than in Australia, was 1990. So I'm gutted I'm not there, to be honest. Um, with regards to tactics, listen, we, we are unconditional supporters of the England cricket team and whatever they decide to do, they do. Let's be honest. Um, you know, first test, Brisbane, you guys are definitely more ready than the English guys. Yeah. You know, even Ben Stokes... No ball, that didn't happen at all in the first innings. We had a couple mm. of drop catches, uh, whereas Australia were right on it on day one. And uh, you know, maybe Josh Butler could have done what Wade did yesterday, but obviously he got out. So it's, it, I think it's a lot closer than it looks. It is test cricket. Anything can happen. Uh, we are hearing the, the, the tones, though, as we listen on the radio or watch it on TV. There's a great expat community of Barmy Army that are uh, holding up your end. Oh, mate. I mean, and they're doing a brilliant job. You've got the Brisbane Barmies, clearly. It's not, it's not rocket science. Then the Adelaide Barmies. <laughs> then the Melbourne Barmies, et cetera, et cetera. So the big thing about the Ashes, as you guys know, is we want to beat you. You want to beat us. But, you know. Um, it's a sporting arena. We're brothers in arms and basically we do get on. Uh, it's just when the Ashes is on that, you know, for six hours a day, for five days, if we get five days, um, and for five tests, um, it becomes the be-all and end-all, doesn't it? But basically the guys there are, you know, live in Australia. They want to support England um, and that's what they're doing and they're doing a really good job and it's great to see them on TV. It's wonderful. I couldn't I couldn't agree more, Paul. It's um, playing in front of the Barmy Army, mate, is, is one of the, Great experiences in life, mate. So, uh, but I'll ask you a quick question: Who's been your favourite targets over the years? Is it Warney, Booney, um, Warner? Um, I'm sure you would have liked to get a bit of a crack at Payne this tour, but um, he's uh, he stepped aside. Yeah, I mean, listen, Warney always. I love Warney, yeah. mate. I just <laughs> wish he'd been English. I, I don't think the Barmy would be around if he was English though for that period. <laughs> to be honest, and I'm going to back myself down from this, but I'd like to think I haven't been responsible for any really poor songs about him. But there have been some very poor ones, but there's also been some very funny ones. Uh, Less ones, yeah. He gives yeah. you a chance, doesn't he, with way he goes. He's, a, he's an absolute legend, though, mate. Let's be honest. Yeah, Paul. So, uh, the, the, look, we look forward to hearing the antics and the songs, and I'm sure that there were a few packed away for Tim Payne if he was to play in the series, but uh, he's not. Just out of interest, uh, obviously, you're not there for Brisbane, but uh, there's a lot more chance of you coming to Sydney with the borders open. Are you still holding a candle to be at the uh, the best ground in the world? Uh, mate, of course. You know, we want to be there if we can. We get over <laughs> to see what you said there. That's uh, very regional of you. But yeah, of course you want to get to Sydney, mate. And uh, wherever the fifth test will be, we will be there. And with regards to Mr. Payne, you know, the guys, I noticed the uh, Brisbane Barmies had a nice sign up there. 
Um, you know, the guy's made a mistake. The last thing we're going to do is jump on him with that. It's, um, you know, he's, he's shot himself in the foot a little bit, but let's hope he comes back and his mental health is fine. We've just had Ben Stokes come back from something like that. So the last thing we'd ever want to do, trust me, is, um, you know, jump on someone when they're down. That's not easy. We'd rather pick on all the guys that can take it, like your brother Brett in those mm. years, you know. He should be able to take a bit of stick. Blonde, he's six foot, he's good looking, he bowls at 90 <laughs> miles an hour, he can sing a few songs, you know. Of course we're going to pick on him. Have you got all those skills? Your cricket was pretty good, Shane, wasn't it? Just, just the two World Cups, Paul. But um... the Lee Lee Brothers song would be good one time. That'd be nice. Thanks for coming on the show, mate. Really appreciate it. And thanks for uh, thanks to all the Barmy Army supporters for making cricket a better one uh, when you play. It's a great atmosphere, mate. Thank you very much. No, I appreciate that, Shane. Thanks, mate. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you today to Shad Wicker and to Paul Burnham and our sponsors. Yeah, wonderful sponsors in Main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And our superb producer, Dan McHugh. We're back on Monday with your daily dose of sport. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.